Welcome to the From Imposter to Empowered podcast. I'm your host, Jill Perrick, mindset coach and imposter syndrome expert. And I'm here to tell you that imposter syndrome isn't a life sentence. It's just a dysfunctional way of thinking. If you feel like your ideas are unoriginal, that your message isn't necessary or important, or like you're a complete and total fraud, then you've come to the right place. Time to kick your inner imposter to the curb and create life-changing results for you and your clients. Let's get started. Hello, my beautiful people. How are you? So, I'm driving to an appointment with my friend, and it's the podcast, so like, I get really real on here. I'm probably going to talk about it on Instagram, too, Um, and when you're hearing this, it's going to be like weeks later, but I'm going to get some Botox for the first time and a little bit of jawline filler, and I'm super excited about this because I am a woman who believes that women can do whatever the fuck they want with their bodies and the fact that we police and monitor other women for what they do is latent misogyny so I used to be one of those people you know when I was younger because like it gets you when you're young because you believe all the things that like your dad believes your granddad believes your brother believes or the guys at school or whatever right I used to believe that women that did that were extra and newsflash I am extra um women that do that are like vain or they're rich so they must be an asshole so I had to do a lot of unpacking when it came to me being like oh I like the way that Botox looks now am I gonna be like Hillary Duff's stepmom in a Cinderella story absolutely not but she can do her and I'm gonna do me so you can go to my Instagram and see how my face looks when you're done listening to this But anyways, I had a car thought. I love car thoughts because I'm just like literally sitting here. I'm either listening to a podcast or some Abraham Hicks on their podcast or I'm just thinking, you know, I have a lot of thoughts that swirl around in my brain. And I was thinking about my stutter and I've talked about my stutter on podcasts before. I've opened up about it on my Instagram and I think about it and I think that I probably wouldn't have started or created the worthy woman method if it weren't for having a speech impediment and here's why like it's really important to me to amplify marginalized women and their voices and pun intended with my speech impediment it's really important for me to know that just because I have a stutter I am still worthy and perfect as I am and I can still achieve everything that I want to achieve because if you were to just look at me you would see a white middle-class girl like I dye my hair blonde you know like there ain't nothing special about me and you would probably look at me and say oh like she's got it all figured out like she's good like she doesn't have to worry about anything I remember in high school because you guys know that me and Dustin my fiance have been together since we're 14 I was 15 it was like two days after my 15th birthday when he asked me to be his girlfriend and I had to like run over to my friends and ask them oh my god I'm so embarrassed even saying that and then 14 years later on my birthday this past March we got engaged so we're finally engaged and finally got the rock probably not gonna get married until 2023 once COVID is long gone so we dated all through high school when we were in grade 12 about to graduate my sister was on the student council she was in grade 10 and another girl in my grade and we have like a relatively large class I live in a small town but there are probably like 100 to 150 kids in my class so you're not BFFs with everybody but they were talking about who was gonna be crowned king and queen at prom 
and this girl, I guess they were saying, oh, possibly Dustin and Jill, because they've been together all through high school. And this girl said, she doesn't deserve it. First of all, what about Dustin? Misogyny, hello. But second of all, when my sister told me that, I immediately defaulted to the fact that I had a stutter, which is funny, because she was probably just saying that because she thought I was a bitch, which I have never intentionally been a bitch to somebody in my life. I've never wanted to hurt somebody's feelings, but as a young teenage girl, I was a people pleaser. But like, I wanted people to like me, I wanted to be cool, and I also had a speech impediment that really affected my confidence. So everything was a reflection of how I felt about myself. And sometimes when you don't feel good, actually like 100% of the time, when you don't feel worthy or good enough about yourself, you're gonna be a fucking asshole because your insecurity can manifest into anxiety, negativity, etc. Or at least that's what happened for me. Like I would take it out on my friends and family if I didn't feel good about myself. If we were at an event and I had a lot of anxiety, like I would take it out on whoever was closest to me and I would just be like a bitch and moody and like reactive. And this was all a result of me having a speech impediment. So it was all because I viewed myself as so like ugly and unworthy and not good enough and I needed to hide and, and, and mute my voice, you know what I mean? And it just had me thinking that like, everybody has a stutter. And what I mean by that is like, you have something or multiple things that make you feel like you're not worthy of the success that you have, that make you feel like you're not worthy of the success that you want. You tell yourself like, I don't have what she has, or I didn't come from that type of family or because I have this invisible disability or because I am a woman of color or because of this or because of that, I can't have that. And the thing is, is how it affects you is you always think that somebody has the answers. You always think that somebody knows something that you don't know. You look at somebody else who is seemingly thriving and you think to yourself, she has it all figured out. She knows what she's doing. She has the secret. It's kind of like like the secret with the law of attraction. Like that person has the secret. They know what they're doing. And you convince yourself that you don't. And then when you convince yourself that you don't, you make it mean that you don't because of X, Y, Z. Fill in the blank. I don't have what I want because I have a stutter. I don't have the success that I want. I don't have the money that I want. I don't have the things that I want because I have a stutter. That was my story. So like for me, it looked like at my corporate job that I recently left, yay, um, it looked like I don't have the success at my job or the ability to climb the ladder at my corporate job because of my stutter. I used to tell myself that I wouldn't be able to do interviews because you have to do these really intense, grueling interviews to become permanent and it also carried into my business so it's not just a one place thing it's not just a one-stop shop I would literally be like I can't get clients because I stutter and sometimes it's not that over sometimes you're literally like oh my god well, like why isn't it working like I'm having such a hard time getting clients why isn't it working but under the surface, it's because you're telling yourself, it's because I stutter. I can't show up on live video. I can't talk about my offer because when I talk about my offer, I get anxious and I get nervous and that means I stutter more. So I'm just gonna avoid it altogether because if I stutter, the person 
will want to work with me. So that's kind of an example of a thread of how my brain would function when I used to convince myself that my stutter was an integral part of why I couldn't have what I wanted. And you can fill in the blanks for yourself in terms of whatever it is. And this is why I created the method. Like this is why I created the Worthy Woman Method because you can take literally anything and apply it into the method and be able to overcome that thing. Be able to bust through it because you're pulling apart. It's kind of like there's an exercise within the method called the belief tree. And the belief tree is how your beliefs, you have core beliefs about yourself, whether they're good or bad. and it starts at the root of that belief tree and then the branches are just like beliefs that have piggybacked onto your core beliefs. And you can get rid of a lot of surface level beliefs, but if you don't get to the root, it's gonna be really difficult for you to move past those limiting beliefs. If I didn't look at my stutter head on, instead of just thinking it's issues with my money mindset, it's issues with this, it's issues with that, I would, graze over all the branches and clip all the branches on my belief tree without getting to the root because I thought, well, I can't change the fact that I stutter. So like, there's nothing I can do about that. That's what makes me unworthy. And to be honest with you, it's still something that I have to work through, but I'm so aware of it now. And I know that I am worthy and good enough and people work with me all the time. I constantly have clients who say how much they love me and how much they love working with me. And I stutter on calls, like I'm not a perfect person. But I think that just allows other people, other marginalized women to see me and be like, she has something where she thinks that makes her less worthy or it's a disadvantage for her to have that thing. And that is why I'm so passionate about the Worthy Woman Method in terms of, I don't want you to just create generational wealth in the Worthy Woman Method. I want you to create generational worth and generational worth is passed down. When you have generations of women not following their dreams and women not accomplishing whatever they want to accomplish and women convincing themselves that they are less than and not good enough and not important enough, they pass that on to their daughters. I love my mom so much, but she would make comments about her body and she would make comments about money. And my dad comes from a very East Indian family. My granddad has a touch of misogyny, God love him but he's an old East Indian man. I love him so much and his first thing is always about his family. He's so proud of me that I'm an entrepreneur, but he'll still tell me, hey, Julie, go help with the dishes when my older brother is sitting right there or when my fiance is sitting right there. And I'm like, hey, granddad, how about no? <laughs> not that I don't wanna help my grandma in the kitchen, that's not the point. The point is there's a touch of misogyny in my family and it was something that was very normal. And with my mom and my Omi, my Omi came from years of like a terrible, terrible oppression because she had such a fucking rough childhood with the war because she was German. She had such a rough childhood with the war. And one time my granddad said to my Omi, you're the reason the Holocaust happened. And my Omi was five. It was terrible. Anyways, she had a really rough childhood. She would tell me stories about just really scary things that were happening during the war and they had to like walk across 
Berlin in their bare feet because they had no home and it was just really fucked up and I know and you should know too that generationally our subconscious holds on to all of that and it is whoever's job to heal the lineage and I really saw that as I am the first woman in my family in this generation to go to therapy like I'm the first one and I saw it as a responsibility for me to heal that lineage. I wanted to heal the story that like our family always had to be in debt, that we never had enough, even though we were fucking middle class. But my family believes that, oh, we'll just put it on debt, whatever. Anyways, you're getting a lot of my story here. Damn, you're getting all me today, guys. But essentially what I'm trying to say is that I wanted to create generational worth. And when that came to me, when I was creating the method, I was like, it's not even just about wealth. Like, it starts with your worth. Like, if I didn't start with my speech impediment and start with why I'm worthy, despite a stutter, despite something that I saw as so negative, if I didn't start there, fuck the wealth, I wouldn't even be able to make a thousand dollars. Like, I needed to fundamentally believe that I was worthy, and that's where you're getting tripped up. It's you're thinking that there's a person or a coach or a one, two, three step that'll help you make money, that'll help you do what they're doing. But you have to start at the core of your belief tree and that's yourself. You have to look at yourself and say, why don't I feel worthy of having one client or having $10,000? It's the same shit. At the core of it, it's the same thing. You wanna be able to believe in yourself and when you can come from a place of deep-seated worthiness, the wealth comes, it drips out like a fucking faucet. Like you can turn it on and turn it off. It really does. And it's because you fundamentally believe that you are worthy of good things. You fundamentally believe at a core level that it's all happening for you. So you're not frustrated with the timing or you're not having a ton of impatience because you look at it as if it's on its way, it's coming to me, it's inevitable. And when you believe something is inevitable, shit happens. You make things happen because you don't give up. You stay the course, you stay consistent, you stay positive, you stay empowering yourself. You don't see the lack of results and think this is my forever. You really believe in yourself. You really at the core believe in yourself and you know you're gonna make it happen and now you just gotta believe and do the work. And the believing is half the work. You still gotta work, you still gotta put the time in. That's the core of a worthy woman. She wants to create generational worth and generational wealth. That's what we do in the method. We build your generational worth so your daughters, so your nieces, even if you don't have children, so your friends, so your mom, so the people in your life can see you as an example. So you can model the person that you needed when you were a little girl. And that means achieving everything that you want starting at the root starting at the root and that is believing in yourself and believing that things are possible for you and when you start at the root everything happens so much quicker because you believe that your success is inevitable the worthy woman method is for all online entrepreneurs and it is a focus on business mindset identity and your business growth it creates inner freedom time freedom and money freedom baby and the worthy woman method is only open for enrollment for a couple more days this is your last chance to get your booty inside and you can apply at the link in my show notes and once you're in 
you're in for life. This is a lifetime access group coaching program. You are in for life. You've got weekly calls. You've got the vault, which has amazing resources and the method inside. You get live virtual events. You get access to me for life in Slack as well. You get access to amazing community of women that are changing the fucking game. You get to get in the room of women that think like you, are like you, and want to achieve the same level of success that you do. And when us women come together, we can achieve amazing things. And I've got your back. So again, the Worthy Woman method is open for enrollment. You can go to the link in my show notes and apply directly there. I love you guys. Talk to you later. Thanks so much for listening to the From Imposter to Empowered podcast. Check out the show notes to get started on your free three-day challenge to overcome your inner imposter. Once you're done listening today, screenshot this episode and share it to your Instagram story, tagging me at your coach Jill so I can share it on my page. See you next time.